Welcome to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast for teachers and advisors, brought to you by UEA. Each month, we provide the latest information you need to guide your students through their journey to university, plus hints and tips to help support you in your work. We know you're busy, so we keep each episode to around 20 minutes, just long enough for a cup of coffee. So, pop the kettle on and let's get started. Hello, Happy New Year and welcome back to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast from UEA. My name's Alex and this month we're joined by Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Alex. Okay, we're going to get straight into our interview as we've got some exciting guests lined up for you. So, can you introduce us, Lauren? Yeah, thanks, Alex. Um, This month we're going to be looking at language and communication studies. So I'm really excited to say that not only do we have Kim Rydalge, Head of Language and Communication Studies at UEA, we're also joined by Katie Baines, who graduated from UEA with a degree in Spanish in 2016. Hi both and welcome to the show. First question is for Kim. What should students be looking for when they're comparing language courses? Well, I think they need to decide what kind of language learner they are and what makes them passionate about languages. So some students will be looking for, I guess, what's typically a more traditional approach to languages, where it's much more about kind of looking at the literature in different languages um, and kind of looking at how it appears across different cultures. But, you know, certainly here at UEA, what we try to do is give a much more practical approach and a much more applied approach to language learning. And so, you know, yes, we also look at literature. Of course we do. That's vital. And we definitely look at culture because that's also equally as important. Um, But we also look at Uh, you know translation from very early on in the course so students are learning the theory of translation and then they're learning about how to practically apply that Um, and that takes place um, you know really early stages of the degree course we also are quite distinct in the fact that we approach language by looking at real world documents and real world situations with interpreting for example our students will be working with junior doctors to look at how interpreting works within a medical setting. Our students will also be uh, doing um, kind of practice work within the law courts as well to see how interpreters work within the judicial system. And then within language classes, we often work with outside partners too. They can be charities, they can be professional organisations. And so that students are working on briefs for for translation but also for presentations for doing market research for example we've got a great module uh, that looks at professional french and so students who uh, are doing market research for different companies in france to see if that product could be launched in france and they're doing that all in the target language so our courses you know we try to make sure that assessments reflect real world experiences and the experiences that students are going to be doing after their degree. So it's our job to help prepare students for the life they want to lead after university. And so we do that by, you know, supporting them to create skills and a portfolio of evidence that they can then take to employers once they've finished their degree course. There's lots of other things going on alongside the course by the sounds of it. Because if you learn language as a passive reader almost, you know, you have it doesn't help your language skills. You need to be immersed from the first day in your target language. You need to be using that target language every single day of your studies. Um, And you need to do it in a very applied way so that you're ready when you go to do your time abroad 
uh, to hit the ground running almost because you've already been through those scenarios whilst you've been you know doing modules throughout your degree course so it's really vital that the language learning reflects how you'd be using language outside of the classroom you can't just use it in an academic sense where you're almost passive in the process you've got to understand how language is formed how it's developed how it's culturally situated and how you can use your language skills outside of the classroom that's really vital Absolutely, Kim. So I know at UEA you can study a few different languages as well and you can do additional extra languages alongside your course. So I wondered if you could run through a couple of those options. So at degree level, students can take French, Spanish or Japanese, but throughout, uh, certainly throughout Arts and Humanities, but also many other schools like the Business School, for example, uh, students can also select to take beginners modules or intermediate modules in a variety of different languages. This is obviously, they can certainly take them in French, Spanish and Japanese, um, but they could also take, uh, for example, British Sign Language, which is very popular with students studying education. You can also take German. And we've also got Russian and Arabic as well. And so these are modules that you take as part of your degree course. You don't end up with a degree, obviously, in, in those languages unless you're studying modern languages. But um, you can certainly take a year's worth of modules to learn a new language. And, you know, this is really important. Languages give you so many different skills. It's not just about reading the language or speaking the language. It's about those kind of interpersonal skills that languages help to develop. It can be confidence from talking in your mother tongue to confidence talking in a second language. It can be the new friendships that you make. It can be empathy, developing your intercultural competencies, for example, the ability to, to, to move with agility between different cultures and not to be afraid to you know to experience new challenges and, and get out of your comfort zone languages help you push yourself and, and develop yourself in ways that you didn't think possible and I think as well in, in an ever globalizing world the world is becoming smaller although there's things that are happening that might seem like there's barriers going up with Brexit for example but actually new opportunities are going to be developing and, and these are new opportunities with different countries around the world as different economies grow as well and the demand for people speaking a language grows. I often say to our students as a modern language student you're graduating uh, with all the skills of an arts and humanities student but you're also able to do all of those things in in you know one or two other languages which is phenomenal. We do experience you know globalization it means that our graduates are competing for jobs with graduates from across the world many of whom who have many language skills and I think you know, companies, businesses, they can really make sure that they pick the candidate that they're looking for with the language skills. So if you don't have that language skill, sometimes it can put you at disadvantage. And even just taking a year's worth of a language, uh, you know, it could be Russian or Arabic or even BSL, it shows that one, you've got the skills to learn a language. So, you know, if you're looking at like the, the Foreign and Commonwealth of, uh, Office, the FCO, they have an in-house language centre now in order to train civil servants to be able to go out on placement to different countries but if you can go in there with a willingness to show that you've already learned a little bit of a language and that you can learn a language and that you're excited to learn a language you know that also says a lot to these large employers the flip side then of globalization is that companies are looking for people with language abilities or with interpersonal skills who can one day be talking to an office in germany and then go and speak to a client in japan so you know, I think there's more demand on graduates moving forward to be able to adapt to different situations, but also to have at least an understanding of how to communicate with people across the world and how to do that in a polite and an expected way. And so just having even just a year's worth of a language under your belt during your degree can certainly demonstrate that you've got that capacity. Yeah, excellent. I would definitely agree that having a language just gives you that 
extra edge over other graduates um, and it's a really important skill to have and um, but you mentioned um, the business school when you were just talking there so I think that leads me nicely on to my next question which would be if a student didn't want to do a straight language course um, I know at UEA you can combine it with other things so I wondered if you could talk about those options as well. Yeah certainly and you know they're sometimes our most exciting degree courses as well because you get to experience two different schools, two different styles of learning. So yeah we've got uh, modern language with management studies which combines obviously languages and a, very much you can take the professional courses in languages as well um, and the language modules themselves will be interspersed with kind of business too, but you can also then team that with the brilliant modules that are offered in our business school and our business school is one of the, the best in the country. And so you can, you know, you'll be building up your language skills, but you can also understand how business and organisations work. And so one of our students who took that course last year, and you can do it with two languages. So um, just to give you a, a case of Marcus, who graduated in the summer, Marcus studied French and Spanish, and now he's gone on to do a master's in in international human resources and so he's thinking about how he can use his language skills in his future career aspiration. We also then have um, joint, well you can do modern language with translation, with media, um, which you know gives you that brilliant balance to help prepare you for, for using your language skills in a very applied way. But excitingly as well we also have our international relations and modern language degree as well. And so this allows you to combine a love of global politics uh, with language learning. And I, to be honest, I think that's one of the most exciting degree courses that we have in the whole university um, because you're understanding how global politics works. But those students who do it with the language have that added skill that they can look at global politics from you know, their mother tongue side of things, but they can also look at it from the language that they're studying as well and really get this global sense of how the UK or how they, from whichever country they're coming from, uh, are situated in the world and how we navigate that difficult path between global politics on a daily basis. Uh, you know, we, we work with organisations like the United Nations, the Red Cross, and it really allows students to use their language skills in, you know, in the countries where these organisations are based and, and, you know, do that practical work experience as well as um, understand from a theoretical perspective from the international relations modules. It's a great degree. I really, really recommend it. Subscribe to our podcast now and make sure you never miss another episode. Katie, as a recent graduate, can you tell us what you've done since you left UEA? Well, hi, yeah, thanks for having me. Honestly, it feels like yesterday since I left. But when I look through what I've done since leaving, it really has been quite a long time. So I spent two years as an English language assistant in the Canary Islands. So I was teaching little children wow. from six to 12. That sounds struggle. wonderful. But honestly, those little ch children were some of the most adorable people I've ever met. I also did my master's in translation studies at Durham, which was a definitely a different vibe. But through that, I did a translation work placement, which involved translating for the castle in Bishop Auckland and then about to open a Spanish gallery in Bishop Auckland, where my translations will hopefully be featured. I've also done... Oh, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I've also done some voluntary translation work for the United Nations, as Kim just mentioned. They have a voluntary scheme and they're always looking for people with language skills because there is so much that needs to be translated and so many people that just don't have those skills, especially into English as a mother tongue. So at UEA, you gain those skills as one of the rare English mother tongue speakers with a language. And now I am a translation project manager 
I've been in my job about 18 months now, so I work in patent IP services. So every day I'm emailing patent offices around Europe, ensuring that our patents get validated in those states. So even this morning, I've been emailing Spain, Italy and Austria to ensure our patents get validated in time. Wow, I'm blown away. It sounds like you've been all over the world and you've done quite a few things, even though it's only been you know, a, a couple of years. And it sounds like the, the course at UEA really prepared you for a lot of the things that you've been doing. So I, I would like to ask what you particularly liked about your course. Well, the course at UEA was definitely different from others I looked at. A lot of them, as Kim mentioned, look at, you know, 18th century literature and history, which obviously those things are important and they're really interesting to learn. But the modules I did were like translation issues across the media, language and gender, language and society, which gives you a real world context into the languages you're learning. Also within my Spanish modules, we looked at morphology and syntax, which actually helped me understand English a lot more. So I didn't only get you know, that understanding of Spanish as a language and where it comes from, but how English was formed. And it really made me confident in my own language skills, both intra and interlingual skills. That sounds so interesting. Um, So for any students and teachers that might be listening who would be passing on this advice, what would you say to them for students who might be considering studying languages at university? Honestly, it's the best thing I ever did. I was just looking through my school reports the other day with my mother and every single one of them said Katie is quiet, Katie needs to speak more, Katie is too shy. Now you can't shut me up. It gave me a confidence that I could only dream of when I was younger. The amount of presentations you have to do in Spanish. I had to do presentations in Spanish when I went to a Spanish university and it just gave me so much joy to be able to speak to different people. And you know, it sounds a bit silly when you're learning a language, but that's what learning a language at university gives you. It gives you that chance to not be afraid to make those mistakes when you're learning. Because obviously you can learn a language at any time, but just going abroad to that country and starting to speak, it can be really intimidating. So having that space at university to learn and just try and try out all these different words and verbs and grammar that you've learned, it's really nice environment to learn something new. That's great advice. And I would definitely agree that for any student who's considering university as well thinking about those extra skills that you learn I had to deliver presentations when I was studying at UEA and you know I I now deliver presentations in my job and do things like this speaking on podcasts and you know I would definitely wouldn't have been able to do stuff like this um, if I hadn't developed those skills so yeah going to university and studying something that you love really gives you confidence and, and skills in lots of other areas as well so Yeah, it was great to speak to you, Katie. I'm really glad that we were able to get you on the podcast and hear from a graduate. We do have Channel Talent Modern Foreign Languages session on the 28th of January as well. So this is a live session that schools and students can join as a class or as individuals and they're free and they're really easy to to use and you'll get to hear from academics and just hear more about what we've been talking about today. So I think that would be something could be great for anyone listening. So thanks again, Kim and Katie, for joining us today. It was great to hear from you both. I've really enjoyed listening and learning more about modern foreign languages. I do think it's a fantastic course. And hopefully anyone that's listening has can take away some really great bits of advice. So thanks again, Katie and Kim. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Katie. Thanks both. It's been wonderful. Email schools at uea.ac.uk to find out what we can do to support your school. Thank you so much to Kim, Katie and Lauren for joining us. 
Before we go, I just wanted to let you know about the new channel talent sessions we have coming up this term. As Lauren mentioned, we do have foreign languages on the 28th of January, which will also feature a graduate. But we'll also, between now and March, have history, economics, a session on artificial intelligence with both psychology and philosophy, a nursing session, which will also feature a graduate. We have literature, creative writing, film studies and maths and hopefully some more that we'll add through the term. So do keep an eye out um, either at uea.ac.uk forward slash study forward slash webinars, or you can head straight to the Channel Talent website, which is channeltalent.co.uk, and you'll find all the details and can register there. So we'll hope to see you on one of the sessions, but otherwise we'll see you back here next month. That's it for this month's episode of Nurturing Bright Futures. We would absolutely love to hear from you. To book a visit, make a suggestion, or ask us a question, drop us a line at schools at uea.ac.uk. Thanks for joining us.